welcome back to another episode of American Dudocracy here in the Honey Hut. Not live, just uh, getting together to shoot a little bit of shoot a little bit of stuff, talk a little bit of smack, enjoy the mm-hmm. day, smoking a nice uh, trying, trying to burn the barn down. Yeah, Dave's got the flamethrower, man. <laughs> that thing's got to have a regulated. It's got to be regulated. Do you have to pass a background check to get that flamethrower, Dave? I he, believe so. He got yes. it at a plumbing supply store. I In think. Colorado, they just passed, <laughs> passed laws and. There shit, a, so. There's a three-day wait on Dave's torch <laughs> yeah. to light his cigars? Evidently, the weed burner that I'm using is too big for you guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, see, we're smoking cigars. Dave's burning weeds. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we got that on tape. His uh, eyebrows looked a little thin today. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> now we know why, right? Right. <laughs> 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 Ear. <laughs> there, I just blew everybody's eardrum with my awesome yeah, sound effects. Yeah, that was that was damn good. Yeah, damn you gotta good. love it, man. Mm-hmm. Kamikaze, what's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> doing good. I'm in the middle of a Remodel? barn door build. Oh, you ever oh. built a barn door before? Yeah, sliding sliding yeah, barn sliding door. barn door. Yeah, they're pretty cool, man. Yeah, I've done a couple actually. Are you using a level? I'm by on the my way. first one. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't no. put them level, they'll keeps, automatically close. Keeps opening one way. It's always yes. open. They're either yeah. always open or always closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it turned out. I got it done. My part's done. The wife's painting it now. So got the hardware coming, mount that thing. It's not a normal one, so I had to build it. It's like a, it's like five feet wide. Yeah, we had to do a double. We had to put two of them together. Yeah. No way. To close in an entire area in our last house, and we turned it into a door. It was pretty sweet when it was done, but it was a bit of a journey, man. Like, to get that thing all anchored and ready to roll and level. That's what I'm worried about. It's such a big door. You know, it's kind of heavy. So I got the hardware coming, and I hope it's hardy enough to support a five-foot rolling barn door. I didn't do the extra support, though. I did... The one by six cedar tongue and groove. And so hopefully it's not too heavy for that thing. We'll find out. I'll let you guys know probably the next <laughs> next time we record. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, pocket doors are coming back. Used to be a big thing in the 70s, but. Pocket doors. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Dave. Ones that slide in the wall, slide out. Oh, uh, in yeah. the middle. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right mm-hmm. on. Hey, man. Got to use what you got. <laughs> right. Well, barn doors are pretty. Pretty in right now. You can do whatever. Yeah, the styles. You can come up with a bunch of different ways to do it. And yeah, they're pretty fun. And it was actually kind of a fun project. Well, kind if you've like, seen my house, I'll probably do mine in cardboard. Most likely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not a, That's not a barn door. That's like a shed door. Oh, okay. A, a he shed, she shed door. <laughs> the he, the she shed? The she shed? Well, that, that was a commercial or something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. She shed? Yeah. yeah. The man cave and the she shed. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Isn't that, that's kind of, man, what a tangent that would go on. Let's see. Used to be you had a study, right? In your house, you had a study. Or a library. Library, a study, a place to go learn and study. And now it's like the den. Man yeah. caves and she yeah. sheds. Well, the new new studies are whipping your phone out and, you know, wherever you're at, that's your new study. Oh, everybody's an expert. Just let me read up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just let me click a couple times. YouTube videos, I'm telling you. 
Dude, that's a that's an interesting concept, man. Been doing a a fair amount of uh, listening, I would say. Uh, just always looking at ways to, I guess, challenge, do a little better. And have you, Dave? I know you're familiar with this. Uh, one more rep, right? Mm-hmm. Do one more. And what are your thoughts on that? I guess let me let me just I'm gonna just cold call you out, buddy. I've got got a little bit of science behind this, right? What are your thoughts on one more? Like pushing for one more. What does that do for you? Well, you know what? It actually, for me, um, a lot of times it was just proof to myself that I still had a little extra to give when my mind was telling me I didn't. You know what I'm saying? So um, To see if you were really done or and not. And I'm telling you, when you don't use a spotter, <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Because you kind of have to. Get it or so, eat it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. it's on your chest or your uh, butt's on the floor on a squat, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's it's right. kind of a way to challenge yourself for more. And you have it. Go one more. Do one more. Do a little extra. One more minute. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of science behind that, actually. Hmm. Uh, well, well, before you dive into the science, so... The difference between a novice and a pro is five minutes. Right. So if that doesn't tell you anything about hmm. putting that, going that extra little bit, extra rep, extra set, right? Well, five I guess minutes. my 10 minutes at the gym need to be expanded. <laughs> Do an extra five, day. Yeah. <laughs> That's two uh, make, sets of five minutes. Make 15 You're minutes. You're a double expert, right? Okay. You're a double expert if you did <laughs> 10 minutes because that's two sets of five minutes. Extra long day. Right. No, it's a, so, so reading in and, and trying to understand because it's kind of funny, man. And I, I thought for a little while, maybe it was just me because, you know, you get out on, you get out there, you start pushing yourself a little more and pretty soon it's a weird, how do I, how do I I'm going to try to say this without sounding like a, egotistical D bag. Um, so you get out there and you're, you're, you're trying to push yourself to do a little better. Right. So inevitably you get to these spots where when you first start out on your journey, you know, you know that you have to get like three hours in before you start breaking new territory. And dude, that's, that's hard at times. Cause when you first start out, there's times where the first 15 minutes are brutal and you're like, I got to get through two hours and 45 more minutes of this before I start getting into new territory. Wow. Right. So, so that's just an example. So then when you're approaching that three hour mark or X amount of miles, if you will, X amount of reps, X amount of weight, X amount of whatever, whatever that, measurable amount is the closer you get to it it almost gets a little easier because you can see a light at the end of the tunnel but arguably the growth is made in the mundane time that you're doing all the stuff that you've normally done to get to that point where you're in new territory so then when you get in new territory right this is new territory. This is where you challenge your physical strength, your mental strength, your, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. That's where you're, you're testing your fortitude, right? The suck factor. Now I'm in new territory. How much do I have left? Can I go one more? Can I do one more minute? Can I go one more mile? You've already done 32. Can you do 33? Can you do one more mile? Now, I just said that the growth happens throughout all the mundane. So you're repeating, repeating, repeating. Your consistency gets you through all of the mundane. But when you hit that new territory, there's actually science. There's a part of your brain that when you're doing things you don't want to do, there's a part of your brain that actually grows. Hmm. It actually shows growth, but it takes doing things you don't want to do to grow that part of your brain. And we've all had that, you know, you, you have that mindset or we're all aware of that, right? Like you got to do the things you don't want to do to be better. You got to do the things you don't want to do to, to achieve the next level. And we've all kind of known that, but there's actual science out that shows that by doing that little bit that you really don't want to do, no matter what it is, it can be if you really don't like doing dishes, <laughs> it's stopping doing what you're doing and stop putting it off to go do the dishes, right? That will grow that little part of your brain that builds into more resolve, that builds into a mental toughness for you to overcome again and again and again. So as you do those things you don't want to do, you have the capacity to do more mm. of the things you don't want to do. But if you don't exercise that part of your brain, it'll it'll recess and you get weaker in that category. So there's actual science that connects those things. It's not just, it's not just a, an old wives tale or an old folk tale that, oh, you got to do the things you don't like to get tougher. You got to do one more rep. When you think you can't do it, you got to do one more. And it's, it's an interesting concept because for most of my life, I was aware of that idea, right? But I didn't really know that there was science behind it. Hmm. So little, little piece of information there. Like it's, uh, so I guess, what does that, how does that reflect on society today? Right. It's all those things Well, you, you wake up and you don't want to do them. Right. You get up, you get out of bed, you make your bed. It goes back to that. Make your bed. Right. That's a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sure is. Make your bed. So you get that one win, that one thing immediately you get out of bed, you make your bed. It's one thing you don't really want to do, but you take two seconds and you do it. It's the same thing with exercise. You get up, you exercise. What if it's reading your Bible? I don't really want to, but you do it. Spend that 15 mm -hmm. minutes, like we've talked about, that 1% of your day, and you do it. And you start building these wins, or you start triumphing over these little things that seem so insignificant, but it's actually scientifically making you a stronger and more capable person. Isn't that a weird, isn't that amazing? You know, I like that because 
<clears throat> I I feel like that's how I've grown on on some things is just by taking on things I really hated, even the thought of starting. And it's been a it's been a huge success for me in some I mean there we're we're not talking about big things, life changing events, but man, it can be. Sure. You know, just uh taking on little projects. Well, I've never uh, for example, done breaks before on this rig and come to find out it wasn't as hard as you made it to be in your mind and you actually did it and accomplished it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I rolled through that stop sign and, the, you know, the pedals to the floor, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but right. no, I. So from a muscle standpoint, though, I mean, if you're doing the mundane, you're doing the reps, the last one you do, your must—that's when you really breaking down your muscle and forcing it to build more, right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of that. I guess just from that physical standpoint, that would be the most torturous one because that's where you have the most gain, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I true. mean, yeah, that might help your head too, but also there there's a physical component to it too, isn't there? Like, isn't the last mile? Isn't that when you? tear your muscles even further and allow you to do even more next time. Well, I think there's benefits other than just the, in your mind, right? Well, so the, the body and the mind, while they work together in the actual exercise after and before the body and the mind are not aligned. Right. So, so your muscles, that's a great example, Dwayne. So your muscles are made to work right? They give you strength. They give you flexibility. They give you resistivity. They give you all the things that they give you. They give you the ability to walk and stand and lift heavy things and, and do these things. Right. But, but whatever you condition your muscles to do, that's the extent of their growth. So like you said, how do muscles grow? You exert them to where they break down and they create small tears within them. And then the body repairs them by adding more muscle. So then it gets stronger. So you actually increase the mass of the muscle. So you get stronger little by little. Sometimes you get stronger faster, depending on how lazy you've been for a long time. You've heard of, you know, everybody hits their peak. Oh, I peaked out. I haven't had any gains in forever. So you have to break them down harder, further, right? Rest is a critical part of it. There's all this, this equation that goes on. I guess I I don't really want to speak to the equation, but what I mean by your mind and your body, you're kind of working against each other. So in that process, your body is responding to the work. It's breaking down. It cannot achieve. Your mind is telling it you want to lift this dumbbell 10 times. This dumbbell weighs 100 pounds. I want to lift it 10 times. Ah, I made it eight I broke down my muscles. The next time, maybe I get nine. My body is responding to the work and it's getting stronger. Why is it doing that? Because my mind is trying to make a way for it to be easier. (laughs) My mind is making the body stronger so the mind can be lazier. So they're working opposite. It's the conservation of calorie thing conservation of calorie trying to make it easier to avoid injury it's building you up and that's another because it doesn't like to struggle that's another scientific thing they talk about that in the comfort crisis by michael easter his book he did a great job in explaining that to some level where yeah your mind you're 
you're programmed to conserve calories, <laughs> right? So we're kind of like fighting that lazy instinct. That's that is an instinct, I guess. Life preserving, because back in the day, you know, it was you didn't have you didn't walk to your fridge to get your food. You didn't have right? a pantry full of ten million <laughs> calories. Yeah, you had to go hunt food. Didn't have half a leftover ham in the mm-hmm. fridge waiting for you to <laughs> gobble mm-hmm. up. Right. So well, a different reasons back then, but I think it's still with us today. Well, it goes to show, right? Like the creator created our bodies for a reason, sur- you know, to survive. So your mind, if your body's struggling, your mind makes your body adjust so it doesn't struggle as bad or as much. Or eventually the goal is to not struggle at all with said said thing you're task. trying to do, said yeah. task, right? right? But the minute that if your your goal was to lift that dumbbell, that 100-pound dumbbell 10 times you make it to 10, all of a sudden, it's not really a challenge. You put it down, you walk away. I did it. High five. The minute you walk away and you don't revisit that dumbbell, your body starts getting weaker. It does. But your mind conquered. So your mind built your body up. It gave you the want, the need, the endorphins, the protein, the process to build your body. It told your body to adapt. It told your body to do it. It gave you a goal. You were motivated. You had all these things working for you to do it. And then when you reach the goal, you're like, all right, party time. (laughs) That's what the mind tells you. And then the body starts getting weaker, right? So the one more mentality is exactly that. Your body adapting to meet the needs of the mind. But then when you achieve... The flip side of that is you have to let your body take over to keep your mind motivated. I'm going to go do one more. And that's an everyday thing. It's an everyday occurrence because the minute you stop, you become stagnant or weaker. And I know, dude, that can be an overwhelming thought, right? Like, oh, why should I even get started if it's a never ending, blah, 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 blah. But that's anything that can be anything you're doing. Have you ever noticed that? Like you look back on your life and you look back on the things that you were able to achieve. And you're like, ah, that's pretty amazing that I actually did that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, there's no way I could do that right now. The only reason why is because you've stopped. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're talking a lot about physical stuff, but there's, it's certainly not limited to that. Not right? at all. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. So I think there's, there's lots of, I've heard stories through books about like like marketing, take marketing for example. The next call, one more call, right? Yeah. A lot of times that last call, the one you didn't want to make, will lead you to the next deal or the next sale or the next whatever, right? Next opportunity for your career advancement or whatever it is. Uh, one more uh, discussion with your kids mm-hmm. on whatever topic is not comfortable discussing, you know, talking to them about whatever. So. Yeah, it's certainly not limited to physical. Yeah, right? I think no. that 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 mindset of always doing a little bit more than what you're comfortable with, I think, is the whole point, right? You know, the question uh, while you were talking about that, I was uh, figuring out that when we started this discussion, it had a lot to do with where our mind was. So, making our mind grow in the same fashion, uh, using our bodies as an example. So. You know, I, I know that you two both, I haven't had as much time lately for different reasons, but reading 
you know, growing our mind. I, I, I think that's huge. I used to read a lot as a kid, um, not, not the dirty books or anything for the articles, <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know, that's how we stretch our, our mind too, which helps stretch our body, which stretches those, our careers, families. Those books had articles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, huh. Okay. There were words actually written oh. uh, in the book, that, more, the, more, in the magazine that you're reading. Like, uh, uh, captions. <laughs> it's oh. more like a caption. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize there were words. <laughs> My bad. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Catching up, Dave. I, I'm catching I, up. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm losing it here. I no. <laughs> no, but I, I, I like where you're going with that. As far as you know, one more, one more, you know, with your uh, thought process and making yourself uh, accountable for growth, emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually. Yeah, and, and how does it begin? Right, it's it's one simple thing at a time. Like it's not. So to be sustainable in anything, you you have to pace yourself in a sense. Not in a sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Life, life is about sustainability, right? You ride the highs, you hunker down and you dig through the lows. Most of the lessons you learn are in the lows. So you can hit the highs and, and appreciate them and enjoy them. Like if you hit a high, celebrate it, celebrate it. You have earned that high, but when the low comes, because you can't have, I know it's so cliche. You can't have the highs without the lows, vice versa. You can't have lows if you never had the highs because you're just flatlined, right? Don't be afraid, but life is about sustainability and it is the one more mentality. And I, I know that's, man, it's, it's such a weird long winded concept, but it's one step at a time, one thing at a time, you know, and, and challenges present themselves everywhere. It could be financially, it can be spiritually, it can be in your marriage. It can be mentally, it can be, you know, at work, it can be in your, you know, whatever there's always challenges, but your mind is constantly working to make it easier. Now the trap there is if you allow everything you do to only take the easy path as your mind wants it pretty soon you're weak. So doing those mundane little tasks that you don't want to do the making your bed, the reading, the 15 minutes, the having that one more discussion that builds momentum and it's scientifically proven in your brain. It shows growth. So that gives you the ability to tackle the next bigger thing, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not just a, it's not just some old wives tale or some old bro elbow thing. It, it's, there's actual evidence, you know what I mean? And, and that's, I mean, that's not really surprising when you think about, you know, the message in the Bible and I mean, you can go down any, any Avenue you want, but I want to, I want to kind of hone in on the Bible in that regard, because I've said it to these guys and I, like, I'm a, I love knowledge. I love information, but I I struggle with when I kind of round the corner on something, I struggle with, well, what next now, where do I go? Like, Oh, I, I accomplished that. How do I continue growth? And I, and, and spiritually and, and knowledge of God and Jesus and the Holy spirit 
to my knowledge and to many others' knowledge, I would even say, that's an indefinite growth ladder. Mm. Like we will live our entire lives, no matter how many days or hours are in your life, and you will never learn it all. Yep. So, so to those mm. that, that hunger <laughs> for more knowledge, more understanding and self-reflection and also humbling and where to start and challenge and persevere and highs and lows. And dude, it's, that's like the ultimate box that you can open. Well, and I think it's important too, to look at it as a, you know, pursue knowledge. Don't necessarily pursue education. There is a difference, right? You can be very knowledgeable and not educated at all. Right. Or you can be very educated and not have a lot of knowledge. <laughs> I think we've known oh, people like yeah. that, right? Mm -hmm. So knowledge is Trump's education, right? Wisdom. You know, there was a sermon that I heard one time on trudging. And it uh, the, the brunt of the message was, you know, there there's these valleys we all have to deal with. And if you can imagine what that word even means, you know, I, I see trudging as having these boots on walking in a lot of deep mud. And that's what basically your lows are, or but hip, you'll hip never, you will yeah. never get to a high until you trudge through the lows. Hmm. And that's where that growth is. Your, your bones and your, your body's, you know, working and exerting, you're going, Oh, oh my God, how am I ever going to get out of this? But you still are moving and you're trudging. But I think there's a spiritual aspect to that too, because yeah. you know, a lot of people, if you're always in the high, then I think that's where pride comes in. And pride is a is a trap of the devil, mm -hmm. right? So the the lows, I think, are when we can really experience the 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 forgiveness and the mercy of God mm -hmm. and really get to know God because you know, I've, I've been through lows recently and I know how, how much I cried out to God. And there's times when it's like, okay, I have no other option, right? It's like, God, get me out of this. You know, I need your help here. And, and I think that, that kind of gives you that, 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 that the base, the foundation to, to grow from, right? It does. That, that yeah. you can't, you can't get if you're in the, a good spot, you know, you just, you, you need to go through that, the, the, for spiritual growth, especially. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's exactly the one more mentality, right? I, I did, I did it 10 times, but how did I get to the 10th time? You know what I mean? That, mm -hmm. that one more mentality got me there. And that's, it's interesting because the, the human mind again, like when you're, when life is good and you're all peachy, most, not even, I don't even want to categorize. I don't even want to, I don't even want to go there the natural reaction is to ride the high without thinking of how you got there without remembering without being gracious and, and being humble and remembering that that god helped you get every step of the way so so when you hit those lows that's it's it's almost phenomenal why why is the human mind wired in such a way that when you're in the lows like that's when you turn like that's, that's the calling. And then from then on, you know, I would argue after you've hit that low, 
you're going to remember that more the next high that you get. But it's a weird, I don't know, man, that's, that's a weird question. Like, why is it you have to hit that bottom before you, is it the ego? Is it the pride? You know, that, and I'm asking that genuinely because mm-hmm. I, I, my uh, dude, I could write a book on how idiotic I've <laughs> yeah. been yeah. on that exact mentality. It's, it's why, why do we, and it maybe I, I would even say more men, more men than women. Like you have to get to that point where you just have had your ass kicked mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I, I need help. Well, you know what? Uh, God is the last place we turn. And Why, unfortunately, yeah. that's that's a really good question. Right. Because it, we're supposed to we're supposed to show joy in our highs and our lows too, but you know, um that's the fallacy of mankind and, right. and human flesh is to we only need God when we're down. Yeah, dude, and, that's what, you I'm, know saying. what I'm saying. There's no is there yeah. yeah, it's like that's okay. Our, that's our misconception, time out. right? That's our ego. No, the mo- the time that we need him the most is when we're highs. Yeah. Cuz like you say pride comes in and mm-hmm. and, and there's there's a mountain peak and and there's a fall. You can't you can't fall if you're on rock bottom. Yeah. When you really really uh, need it, but we need him more when we're on our highs than our lows. We need him every step of the way. Absolutely. You know, it's just I guess that just, it was a question I had, like talking through it. It's weird that it mm-hmm. takes that. Yeah. Cause it, it is a guy thing. Cause we yeah. want to do it on our own, which goes kind of contrary to mostly what you should do. You want to, you know, so, and yeah, you have to hit the point where uh, I have no other way around yeah. this. I cannot fix it on my own. Yeah. Right. And that's when you kind of humble yourself and pray. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? well, just like, lifting weights you know what i mean like it's you almost let the weight slam on your face before you're like all right spot (laughs) you know it's true it's it's that same mentality it's it's a weird dude but it's those giving giving that control and giving that over to god every step of the way and and acknowledging it's man it's that one more mentality though, but that's where the mind and the body, there's almost a natural disconnect that's there that you have to recognize. Right. And whether you want to dig into that, the, the more I dig into the science, the more the Bible is absolutely ahead of the science. The science is only confirming what the Bible has been saying for thousands of years, right? No, nothing is new under the sun. Correct. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Fair enough, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's how crazy is it that the science keeps coming out just like the thing I'm talking about with the mind and, and building that up. The Bible called that out thousands of years ago. And then now people are like, oh, check out this new science, cutting edge, <laughs> new study, it's, study just released. The earth is round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, I know that's a very, very messy trail, but it's it's a daily thing, man. It's, uh, you know, to get out, to set out to do that. Again, that daunting task, right? Along the way, you're like, oh. I, I got to use myself as an example because I can only speak for myself. But, you know, the, the day that I stepped out to do that 
32 mile run. I have to use it as an example. I towed that line knowing I would finish. Now, why? I don't know. I don't know why I knew I was going to finish, but I'll tell you what, when I crossed that finish line, it was hard to take a step. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard. And, and there were times along that trail where I remember thinking, you know, the pain and the suffering that Jesus went through. And there were times on that trail where I thought all those training sessions where I was like, all right, this is what I want. Well, guess what? (laughs) When I got past that fifth and sixth hour and entered into the seventh hour into the 30 plus miles, dude, every step, if I didn't want it, it wasn't going to happen. And, and that was where I felt like my low, that's where I turned to God on the trail, on the mountain was like, I want this. This is what you wanted. Raise your hand if this is what you signed up to do. Well, guess I get the only way to get through it is I'm going to have to ask for help. And every single step, dude, <laughs> wow. every step was like, ah, like I almost <laughs> had to pull my knee with my hand. Like <laughs> it was kind of, kind of a, a weird, it was a weird time, man. That was probably a, uh, I th- I'd say that was a, a faith moment for me. That's mm. awesome. But was, uh, was that when you were running trails? Yeah. 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 That was a, it was a trail run and it was, it was a long time, man. Seven hours of running. Jeez. But. Wow. But again, like towing that line, all that stuff added into that, but it's, it didn't get there overnight. But then the mentality after it was, Hey, now what, you know, where do you go from there? And it's one more. It's one more. One more. Love it. One That's more. That's good. It's, it's to realign the body and the mind to understand mm-hmm. that the body will get you there, but the mind has to be willing. But then you find those spots where either the body doesn't want to, or the mind doesn't want to. And then that's where you, you know, you turn, you have to be willing. You have to be able and willing to turn and ask for help to do it. It's, it's weird, man. Acknowledge that. Yep. And men are the worst. We are dude. We're terrible. Yep, we are. We're terrible. We're terrible with that. I don't know why. Yeah. Ego. Well, we all want to be uh, movie heroes and, you know, what we see emulate on TV and, you know, our main jobs as men is passion, protection, and provision. So uh, we want to be able to do it all with, you know, by ourselves and pride yeah or yeah, pride take is the pride huge. down and just yeah and we all need god so bad yeah absolutely i remember uh, a friend one time and, and uh, i can't even remember who this guy was but he thought the, the christian men were weak because they needed god hmm. well you don't i mean you're only weak if you have to worship jesus or god or something and right that's just because you're emotionally weak but actually you're strong exactly yep. but in the eyes of the world that's how we're looked at exactly yeah well that goes back to the culture right there is a cultural push for some of that mm-hmm. you know like you grow up and there's some of that you know rough housing and you know you're trying to be stronger tougher whatever but but the culture like there's a culture for that and it makes you wonder why mm-hmm. it's kind of like the, the one more, you know, the, the science, you know, why, why is, 
science sets out time and time again to disprove God. And science time and time again finds that the only explanation is God. Yeah. Like how, how many, exactly. How many times, <laughs> Yep. Yep. you know, but it, I don't know, man, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but I think it's that, I do think it's a bit of that mind and body thing, you know, and to find the right ingredients and to find the right passage to, to align those two things, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, I guess I don't know where I'm going with any of this other than it's uh it's a weird journey and it's the weirder, the better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know where I was even going with that. It was just <laughs> puke so it all be, out be there. Be weird and do one more, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. I think do one more. Don't be afraid to do the hard things uh, right. there. Whether you are a science guy or faith, I think the hard things are the only way you can grow. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep. You know, it's uh but it, when you earn the highs, enjoy the highs, celebrate them, celebrate them with each other, but don't forget uh, to thank God because without God, none of it's possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amen. You know? It's true. I have firsthand, man. I learned Absolutely. that time and time again. <laughs> Nothing without him. That's for sure. Right. Yep. So I don't know, guys, I, sorry. I went on a little tangent. <laughs> That was a good tangent. Took it from science right back to God, which right is exactly where it leads. Yeah. It's exactly where it all leads. Man. That is Truth. one of our F's. So that's okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> is that faith? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Faith it is. Yep. yep. Faith, faith, faith. So I don't know, guys. With that, man, I think my cigar's about done. I, uh, keep talking too much. I can't, even, <laughs> can't smoke a cigar and run 30 miles. I don't know. Right. It's kind of weird. So with that, man, I guess check us out. Okay. Us up. Until next time. Yeah. Peace out, everybody. Have a good day. Soon. <laughs>